Welcome to A Women's Brew, where women talk about beer. In today's episode, we're going dry for dry January. I'm Joanne and this is Tori. Hello. And we're two beer-loving women on a mission to get more people drinking and talking about great beer. Come join us. and podcast listeners this is joanne um, and i just wanted to give you an overview of what my beer school love beer learning can offer you so at love beer learning what we want to do is we want to help you build your beer vocabulary build your beer tasting confidence so you can post beer reviews with ease and confidence and so that you can understand exactly what's in your glass and enjoy it every single time. Now we do that through a variety of ways. Uh, One of my ways is my beer membership, the Beer Tent Society. In the Beer Tent, we look at a different beer style every month. We look at its history, we look at the style guidelines for it, which are a little box that we put beers into, but we can then decide by doing a live tasting and comparing several examples of that style, whether it fits into those guidelines or whether it doesn't, and whether that's a good thing or a bad thing. Because sometimes going outside the box is a good thing. By understanding beer vocabulary, by understanding beer styles, you will become more confident in your beer tasting and you're gonna become that beer expert that you want to be. So come join me in Love Beer Learning. If you've got any questions, you can email me at lovebeerlearning at gmail.com or come to the website lovebeerlearning.co.uk to find out more information. I would love to work with you. So come join me today. Now, back to the podcast. Right. Bit of a continuation from our episode (laughs) last week, which was a bit of a 50-50. Yeah. And now we're going full dry. (laughs) <laughs> full dry today. Well, I say we're going full dry as I've got a comparison in front of me where one's not full dry. Oh. But <laughs> the whole episode outside of that is full dry. So um, it's going to be interesting. I think we were just talking before we started recording about um, I didn't know much about alcohol free stuff. And then I started researching and now I'm finding all these things that sound really good. So I'm really excited to try some of the stuff today. Um, yeah, I, I just are you excited for dry january i'm not doing dry january are you doing dry january? i'm not i'm not doing dry january but um i think like in the last couple of years the alcohol free beer scene like air quotes alcohol free and we'll get into that in the episode mm. um beer scene has really expanded and i think that's a, a really good thing from you know um, a health point of view and a choice point of view um and i think it's going to be I think it when we are allowed back to a pub, it'd be really good for there to be like a wider range of low and no alcohol beers for people to have if they are designated driver, have if they are having some time off of out of drinking alcohol, or just to have in between, just you know, between regular beer to um stop those nasty hangovers the next day. Yeah, and and just to highlight about Joanne saying when we can go back out to the bargain. If you're watching this, it's the 8th of Jan, or no, it's not the 8th of Jan. It's a day in January. It's a day in January. (laughs) Maybe, or maybe you're not watching it in January, but we're recording it in January. And um, 
yeah we're in lockdown 3.0 <laughs> yeah whatever number lockdown we're so, on now i don't really yeah, feel like we've been out of it so so who knows when we'll get back out and back to the pubs hopefully yes I concur with that and um, I've made a note about as well how Louise in the pint, women's pint club she was basically saying she didn't even know there were different types of alcohol free until last year and I, I'm in the same boat as her of, of I didn't realize there was so much choice and I think that choice has really just sort of expanded really in the last year two years yeah really. definitely um with more options and but not enough people know about all the different options, I don't think. Uh, so researching this, this was fun. What we've done is we've tried to get a sample of lots of different types so that we can kind of say, oh, this style maybe doesn't work as well. And this one does definitely work. We've got um, a hot based product that's not actually alcohol free beer. So that's going to be really interesting to try. I think we'll just break them down as we go. What yeah. We're but um, but yeah. It's going to be exciting. I think I'm excited. Yeah. yeah. Should we get right. into Yeah. So really what, what we start with, I guess, is what is an alcohol-free beer? And as Joanne alluded to, don't be fooled. <laughs> when it says alcohol-free or you think you're getting an alcohol-free beer, it doesn't necessarily mean at 0% alcohol. It's usually, from what I've seen, tends to be a 0.5, but there's numerous there's numerous categories. So you've basically, you've got your alcohol-free, which means that it's um, no more than the 0.05%. You've got de-alcoholized beer, and that's no more than 0.5% alcohol. And then you've got your low alcohol beer, which is no more than 1.2%. And then your alcohol beer, which is 1.2% and above. And that's not obviously including um, table beer, which we can talk about in a minute, which tends to be lower ABV, but it doesn't categorize as alcohol free. Um, so it's just something where if you're not drinking for a particular reason, you can't even have 0.5 or 0.05% alcohol you need to go completely zero percent uh there are some out there that are they're harder to find but I would just urge you to not rely on a label that says no alcohol actually look at the percentage because you might not spot it right away um and it might have that 0.5% or the 0.05% so it's just something to be aware of in my opinion um my understanding of it from what I looked into it is that the reason it ends up having that even small percentage of alcohol has to do with the brewing process. Um, it, it's unavoidable to get that small percentage and then you have to use different processes to remove it, including, you know, filtration of it or boiling it off. Um, Joe, I don't know. You're the technical brewing person. Do you know more about this? than I Well, do? I've, I've looked into why alcohol-free air quotes has 0.5% alcohol still in it. Um, varying from 0.5 to 0.3 um so that is considered a trace amount of alcohol um by stand by standards um for so because for example a banana a ripe banana can have 0.4 percent alcohol in it um and some burger buns have 1.28 percent alcohol in it obviously when you make bread you've got yeast in there it is it is um you want it to add the airiness to the bread to give you nice light fluffy bread and so it does ferment a little bit like it's 
the yeast that's used in beer is very similar. Brewer's yeast is very similar to baker's yeast. Um, and people have used brewer's yeast in beer and uh, in bread and baker's yeast in beer variously because it does a very similar thing. Is, is um, that why when you cook with, when you make bread with beer, is, is that what kind of yeah. makes it about even sometimes better? <laughs> well, so the, yeah, so that helps with the, with the yeast. So you, you generally need to put a bit of yeast in beer bread, um, but the, the carbonation helps to make your bread lighter when you use uh, when you use beer in beer bread. Um, but if you had a pint of a beer with 0.5% alcohol, um, you would only get half a teaspoon of alcohol in that whole pint. Whereas if you compare that to a, to a beer that is 5% ABV, you're getting five teaspoons of alcohol in that pint. So it, they say that it doesn't actually matter how much alcohol, alcohol-free or low alcohol at 0.5% beer you drink, it's not going to get you drunk. You're going to have to drink an awful lot of it to get drunk um because the amount of alcohol that's in there is very similar to what is in orange juice and bananas and drinking orange juice and eating bananas does not get you drunk (laughs) i'm just wondering like do you have any burger bun recommendations (laughs) is there a place i should be getting my bananas and oranges because i think that i need that those burger buns that are (laughs) 1.28 i reckon those really sweet like um a brioche i love brioche (laughs) are you telling me that i can get a bit of alcohol in my brioche heaven i'm excited thank you Um, (laughs) And then um, looking at regulations um, in the UK, 0.5% is not restricted by alcohol licensing. However, the article that I was reading says that there is a little bit of discrepancy with food labelling regulations from 1996. Now, I'm wondering if this has changed recently because the food regulations from 1996 say that only drinks under 0.05%, so not 0.5, 0.05%. Alcohol-free versus de-alcoholized. Have to be alcohol-free. But I'm looking at these, and they've got alcohol-free written on them, and they're 0.5. So I think maybe there's been a bit of a regulation update, which is maybe one of the reasons why we're seeing more now, because it's easier to create them. Um, so I actually had that as well. I thought that was uh, yeah. a fun fact for me, the fact that apparently you don't need a license to sell anything considered alcohol-free under the EU guidelines. Now, I don't know if that changes now with Brexit and suddenly this is now something that has to be renegotiated. or Possibly. I don't know. But, but, but UK say restrictions I... say that um, 0.5% is not restricted by alcohol licensing, so... It is, it is interesting, yeah. though, because I've done self-checkout on some of these because um, we'll sort of go through. I can yeah. say where we got them from and everything. Um, and doing a self-checkout, uh, they still required me <laughs> to have somebody come over and do an ID check because it did still ring in as alcohol. I think that's because it's a beer. So I was reading as well that if it's a bit, if it is, even if it's 0.5 percent, if it's a if beer it's or beer. wine, yeah, if it's a beer or wine product that's got that got that it's it still needs to be checked yeah it was just interesting because I was like is it or isn't it and I'd learned that fact so I thought oh well maybe it's not going to do it and I put it through the two and then it said yeah assistance needed and I was like it's alcohol free so yeah I thought that was quite interesting so an EU law which obviously we won't be 
subject to anymore but eu law says that any beverage that is 1.2 under 1.2 percent abv does not have to have the abv on the label so i was just looking at some of these like nervig and omnipolo do show what alcohol level they are but technically by law they don't need to eu law they don't need to so maybe that's because it's being imported into the uk Saying that, I do think I did come across some previously uh, that didn't have it on it and I was looking for it and they didn't have all the facts on it. So that's that's quite interesting. That'll be so. you labelling then. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Yeah, so fun regulation flat facts. <laughs> Woohoo! I know everyone tunes into this podcast. <laughs> like, I cannot wait to hear about all the regulations. <laughs> All that laws. sweet, sweet Brexit oh. talk, and that's that's why I listen. It's 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 amazing. Um, so yeah, I guess now that we've covered sort of what is alcohol-free beer and the different categories, um, I mean, for, I don't know about from your perspective, but sort of when it comes to if we do or don't drink them, and how does it fit into our lifestyles and our routines? Um, I'll be honest and say that you know. For me, I never really drank them because they didn't fit into my lifestyle. So I was never even bothered enough really to seek out low or no ABV. Um, For me, it's always been if I want to drink a beer, I'll have a beer. If I'm off the alcohol for whatever reason, I'll have a coffee, a water, basically any soft drinks or anything that's that's just not beer. Um, I've never felt pressured by my friends or people around me. I've never felt, you know, that FOMO of I have to have it if I'm if I don't want to. If I'm meeting somebody out and I'm a designated driver, I'll have a light sort of half pint, a low low ABV half pint, and then Diet Coke. Um, so for me, it's just never been something that fit into my life. But what I will say is, as I kind of did the research for this and I saw everything that was out there, and um, I think this podcast pushed us to do the research on this because it just was so topical it seemed like a good thing to cover um I saw so many options and now I don't know if it will fit into my life in more than a maybe during a weeknight when I feel like I've had a really stressful day and I'm just gonna have a beer maybe then that's where it'll fit in but more so I just want to know what they taste like and if I find a few that taste good I'm all about it how about you do they do they fit into your life at the moment um so I have tried some previously um just because I wanted to see what they were like basically and um and also um my husband and I are trying for a baby so there's that point where like you know there are points where I I'm not drinking and um I I've also looked into can you drink um alcohol free beers while you're pregnant um I think that's a very personal choice because there is obviously still a small amount of alcohol in it there is no research that says whether that amount of alcohol could affect you. So it's definitely personal choice and discussing it with a doctor before anything else. Not recommending that pregnant women drink low, low alcohol-free beers at all. But I think if you're at a point in your pregnancy where you are, where you know you're that part way through your pregnancy where it is safe, your doctors said it's okay, and you know you're really craving a beer, and they, they do, they have. You know, my, my friend got recommended by her doctor to drink Guinness while she was pregnant yeah. because of the iron in it. Yeah. So, you know, there's like you can't there's doesn't ever seem to be. We're not doctors. We are, no, not, we doctors, are not doctors and but... we are not permitting anything. It's always check. Can you imagine with doctor, if I was like, a doctor? Right. No. Like, 
you know so it there's it seems to be very mixed messages about things but, but i know um, lots of people that do i know lots of right. people that, you know through their pregnancy they drink you know alcohol free beers right. not so alcohol free beers just, as a personal choice not recommending it in any way but i i started trying them to see if there was any good ones that if i was pregnant and i really craved a beer could was there be one that was good enough that would satisfy the craving without the alcohol being in there so i have had a look at some in that sense um haven't needed them yet (laughs) (laughs) also uh, the ones that i've tried have just been they've been so i've had the the ones that i've tried i'm like i think the dog ones were the closest ones the brew dog ones we did last week were probably the closest ones that i've gone I drink it, it's fine. But everything that I had had prior, which is all macro stuff, pretty much, I've just gone, it doesn't even taste like beer. But I don't think the original tasted much like the beer I enjoy myself. Yeah. So I, I was... found that I preferred, if, of the few that I've had, I've had a few big drops um, and I found the darker ones were better than the lighter ones. But I prefer darker beers anyway, so maybe that's maybe that contributes. <laughs> yeah. Um, but there is such a what, and actually, I preferred hazy AF to punk AF. Personally, I thought that was a much better alcohol-free beer, just because it tasted more like the beer that I was expecting than than then what I think punk got, yeah. punk AF did. But the separate episode, check it out. <laughs> yeah, this the but the selection that is available has grown so much that there are different styles of alcohol-free beer now available, and I just, I mean. I, don't I just pre-ordered a farmhouse. I just literally pre-ordered, not pre-ordered, but I ordered on um, a website we'll get into later that's due to be delivered next week. I ordered a farmhouse from yeah, exactly. a brewery. And I was just like, I didn't even know they made alcohol-free farmhouse sales. Like what? <laughs> yeah, so you can you can get almost an alcohol-free version of any style now. Uh, and from some of the very big breweries that are famous for various different beer styles. Um, so I think because there's more choice, there's more things to try. And I'm all about trying new beers and alcohol-free beer, you know, tick that off of the untapped <laughs> list. Um, yes. But if I want a proper beer, she says air quotes, and maybe that opinion will change by the end of this episode once we've tried all of these. Well, that's what like, we're here for. Yeah. <laughs> Changing um, our opinions. I think I would go for a proper beer over an alcohol-free one just because, like, it's that, like, that, I'm I'm drinking, so that's my opportunity to drink this, this, this beer. Whereas if I'm drinking an alcohol-free one, that's kind of taken away an opportunity from another delicious beer yeah. I could try. Yeah. Well, on a weeknight, if you don't yeah. drink so on a weeknight, yeah. you don't feel you're taking that, op- that yeah. opportunity away. Yeah, you're, mi- you're missing if, that opportunity to try something If it's else. a Friday, <laughs> Saturday night where you're normally like, let's get on it, we're in lockdown time, you kind of go, do I really want to take it away by having yeah. an alcohol? no but i think if you're this could change (laughs) yeah i and i think in the future it would be really good to see a wider range of alcohol free beers available in bars and pubs so that you can pick something that's you know sits within the styles that you're drinking that day so that you can you know your your alcohol intake overall is less it's funny you say that because we will get into some of that later from feedback that we got uh, <laughs> about what people would change. Um, so spoiler alert, but we'll <laughs> in a bit, I think. Um, as far as, you know, where where we sort of started to 
get this information from as well you know to gauge some of the things we're looking out for when we when we try beer we basically we put the call out (laughs) on numerous numerous platforms uh so we did facebook reddit instagram um had some conversations with people you know in real life um on facebook it was sort of across various groups uh and the results are in uh we got a total of 43 responses at the point of which that i stopped and started um doing all the nerdy facts and figures yeah she's got a spreadsheet people I did do a spreadsheet because I was I became so fascinated (laughs) with everything that I was finding and the such good responses that we were getting as well I was like I didn't know I I thought it would be like no 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 and and instead do you want to know percentages (laughs) because the one on my Instagram stories I surprised me at how many people said no but this I think is surprising overall, me a bit. Yeah. It's 49% of that 43 responses said, no, they do not choose to drink alcohol-free beer presently. Um, it's, it's not by choice. So I've, I've factored them in as a no if they've said that they drink it if someone gave it to them, um, but it's not something they choose to drink regularly or they've had it in the past, but they don't choose to drink it now so much. Um, and 51% said Yes. So I thought it was quite interesting, actually, how close it was, because I think for me, I expected there to be more no, maybe than the than there was. Um, So that was that was an interesting turnout. Um, What I did think was interesting was we'll get into it or we discuss what people don't like uh, or why they don't drink it. But in the ladies pint club that that we're in, the majority of the people did say no. It was sort of 50-50 split almost. But um, the people that said no all said no because the taste was not worth the calories. <laughs> and I thought that was really interesting. It was like, I don't want to waste my calories on and and just wasting my money on something that I just don't think tastes good enough to, to bother with. So yeah. I just have beer. And when I'm not having beer, I'll have a water or I'll increase my water intake and hydrate before I uh, I do anything else. It was it was funny, um, but yeah. So so we asked sort of people what their habits were with drinking, and some of the responses we got back. So we had Geraldine from the Women's Pint Club. She works at Brewdog AF. I actually think. Yeah. Uh, I know she works at an AF bar, and I think it's Brewdog AF. Um, and she was just basically commenting that she thinks the British lifestyle revolves too much around drinking and more so than she's used to sometimes it's not that she doesn't drink alcohol beers it's just you know a lot of times she just wants to be able to hang out with her friends without having a hangover the next morning um so I thought that was that was an interesting and a quality observation I think about the culture over here for anybody that's sort of not from here um from the UK I think you probably have this image in your head of how much British people like to drink whether or not it's accurate (laughs) I'm not going to comment I'm going to not comment as a person that moved here and is <laughs> used to a very different drinking culture. Um, but that was an interesting thing, I thought. Um, I don't know, what's, do you have any any thoughts on that at all? Well, on British drinking culture? Just, yeah, like, do, do you think that a lot of, I don't know, do you think that it would be... I don't know, be, maybe we do. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I just, I've never spoken to somebody that is British to be like, do you think the culture... I mean, it, I, I I know as a child, it was very much like, you know, we I would go with my grandparents to visit my, my so my 
nan had lots of sisters and we would visit various ones at the weekend and so we um me and my brother and my nan would stay with my nan's sister uh whichever one it was we were visiting that evening and my granddad and whichever great uncle it was would go to the pub and then come back and then we go home and it was like they like the men always went to the pub and the women stayed at home. So, you know, some women went to the pub, but mostly yeah. the men went out and like, you know, and my other granddad and my uncle would go and like, there was a lot of, um, we'd go for a pub lunch. Uh, so it, it revolves a lot around pubs, I think. It's, yeah. It's not I so much the drinking. It's not yeah, the drinking. It's, it's the it's being the in the pub. And the, and yeah. the, the, the um, socialization and being with people in the That's... pub. And I think, and I think the thing is nowadays that is less because pubs are not necessarily as they're not in walking distance not as close to where people are like there is not a pub in but there's not really a pub in walking distance to where i am there's a social club but it's quite like it's like right at the other end of the village quite far away and i they they do not have beer that i would drink on (laughs) let's say that's very diplomatic i'm not Um, even gonna comment so i you know if i'm gonna go somewhere for a drink i'll get on the train and go into canterbury where there are a plethora of bars and pubs yeah. and things. But where we are here, there isn't a pub we could walk to. And, you know, nowadays, like, you know, way back in the day, you could go to the pub and drive home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not oh, not I recommending mean, it, not condoning no, I, it. I, but I, I, I know in the US people still go yeah. and have a few beers because it's not that... Not don't do much. it people do not oh, do and it. i'm like after moving here as well and seeing how serious people do take it over here as well for having a society that i think is more focused around meeting at the pub and like i said not so much yeah it isn't so much the drinking you've nailed it it's more about the socializing around a pub having a culture that's more focused on that but it's also like but we don't drink and drive it's just yeah. that was interesting when i first moved here but yeah I, I thought that was um it was an interesting comment from her about she just wants to hang out with friends that hang in the next morning and and it was um oh, that was quite good yeah so, uh, there was there was that and a, a lot of people kind of commented about more so when they're cutting down booze um they want to cut down calories they want to cut down alcohol they want to be a bit healthier um but you know Sarah Marie from Women's Pie Club she said she does it when she's having a day off but she wants to treat herself and that's how I can see it fitting into my life if I found ones that I like would be would be the treat I think yeah um so yeah and I think there's some one that I found really really interesting that I wanted to say was um it was I don't know if I'm pronouncing this right because I don't know if there's a different way to say it but Monique is how I would say it um she commented from uh craft beer lovers forum and she is from Germany and she was saying so she works from what I understand she works at a bar and she was saying that she loves drinking alcohol-free beers between bottle shares and tasting just as a refresher. And something I also didn't think about was the fact that she works as a barkeep. So when somebody wants to buy her a drink or she's socializing with the clientele that is at the bar, she can have alcohol-free beer without anybody questioning, you know, why are you drinking that on the job? Or she can stay mentally you know there and not worry about drinking too much beer or too quickly she can still do her job and I thought I never thought about that yeah that's a really good point I found that really interesting and but she also said that Germany they've got so many more alcohol-free beers available to them than it sounds like our market does which saying that I think it's more 
within bars and pubs and supermarkets more so than what we have here not necessarily that we don't have it it's just hidden away a bit more yeah it's more difficult to find yeah well I went to I had gone up to a seminar in London for work popped by old brew dog old street af had a flight with my lunch before i came home totally acceptable because it was alcohol free yeah exactly you could be like it's great. Not- i was like i can have a fly of beer it doesn't make yeah. a slight bit of difference went back to work oh that's fair. that's well good that and, yeah. then, and no one's looking at you while you're in no. there like what is she doing it's lunchtime you're yeah. like it's alcohol free and i'm classy i've got yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yes, that's that's sort of some information that we've got. Uh, the only other one that I thought was really interesting is somebody uses them. Um, so John Fox Smith from Craft Beer Lovers Forum, he mentioned that he uses them as mixers. So he'll mix Punk AF and Nanny State together because um, he said they're better in their sum than in Ooh. their... <laughs> I've never thought... I know they do beer blending and yeah. I think we should definitely do an episode on beer blending because... Yeah you interested ones established and ones we could try never thought of doing beer blending with alcohol free but also he's mixed hazy jane with punk af just to have a nice even lighter version mm. of it for dinner and fun for, interesting experiment for anyone that wants to try and um, mix your alcohol free beers <laughs> <laughs> that's my takeaway message of that i thought it was great alcohol free beer cocktails yeah that's what we're yeah next on our cocktails episodes yeah. um so now i want to get to actually drink because i'm yes I, what i did is i got two supermarket ones joe doesn't have them i don't have them i've got shipyard uh normal and low tide and the reason i did is because i wanted i thought we'd be good to start at macro level yeah um because a lot of people that is a lot of people's first and that's a lot of what people judge alcohol free beers on um so in the u.s Shipyard is made in, um, a, it's an actual craft brewery, but over here it gets brewed out of Marston's, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Um, I basically, this is what they look like together. This is the alcohol free, which is a 0.5%. This one is the normal one. I mean, they do look pretty similar. Um, they're both they're- gold. Um, yeah. They've both got a very low white bubbly head. And they're very clear as well. Yeah, they're very clear. Um, um, so I, when you come to smell them, there's a noticeable difference. Um, the low tide does not smell as appealing. It has more of a sulfuric smell to it. And I don't, I'm not digging it. Um, however, what I'm surprised by is the alcohol one. As a person that's a big fan of actual shipyard, <laughs> I don't think it smells that bad. So I've never- <laughs> shipyard over here because i was like i don't i think i've had it before once and i was like it's not shipyard is it but um the alcohol free one i'll give it credit that it tastes like a very light beer but it tastes like a very light macro beer that i don't normally drink Uh but it does taste like a beer so quality and then the normal shipyard actually tastes quite nice so (laughs) actually probably finish that because it's not that bad surprised by that (laughs) <laughs> so so with that what are your dislikes before we actually open our first can what is your actual dislikes about 
Do you have any dislikes in particular? Yeah, so ones that I've had, I find them very thin on the body because obviously they're not using as much malt because they don't want those fermentable sugars. Um, I find that they can be very sweet um, because that sugar has not been fermented away. And um, they can be very fizzy because I think they get forced carbonated. So if you can get beers that that aren't like that, to be fair, the ones I had at at Brewdog AF were very good, (laughs) actually. (laughs) So we will see with our incredible selection that we've got today (laughs) whether we can find some more good ones. Yes, to be fair, what I'll say is looking at my stats again, most of the people's complaints had to do with taste, mouthfeel and smell. All secondary to that, it was all comments about not being worth the money, um, not good value well, not good value for money, not really wanting to pay for something that wasn't alcohol. Um I don't know what what their price points are of these. These both of these two were sub two pounds. So I, I don't didn't find them too expensive. But so I think it depends on what your price point of beer is that you buy normally so you know we're the kind of people that are paying six seven pound for a beer (laughs) yeah so these so the alcohol free beers at two pound we're like bargain but um if you're buying your real ales from tesco's that are one pound 70 and then you're picking up an alcohol free that's two pound then yeah you are going to be like well why is this more expensive or a similar price to an alcohol based beer when there's no alcohol in it and i think one of the reasons for that is to make them have the flavors that are similar to an alcohol-based beer they have to use a lot more specialty malt which is more expensive so you are paying at the end of the day for the ingredients and the process yeah and, and i think a lot of people's comments as well so in line with the taste one of the things that people specifically pointed out that i thought it's worth highlighting that's quite interesting actually a lot of people mentioned that it tasted like unfermented or un- unbrewed beer um and that was the problem you know they've said it it just tastes it does taste unfinished to them and yeah. and other people have said it just doesn't scratch that itch for them even if it tastes slightly similar it just doesn't have the same itch scratching ability to pass off as a beer for them so it just wasn't worthwhile for them um i mean meanwhile the other people have have all kind of said what what they liked about it was more so about their usage than the taste itself no one's come out no one's really commented as much about the things they like and why they choose to do it um to say oh i really like the taste in particular the taste is what i enjoy the most about it i think the taste when it comes to why do you drink it seems to be a secondary whereas why don't you drink it that is the biggest reason um so i thought that was quite interesting so um so yeah all right let's crack our first beer so the first one is lucky saint um we thought we'd start off with a few that we got from supermarket um just because we thought it would be good to have a look at things that are more easily accessible to people if people didn't want to put in bottle shop orders or go direct to brewery um this seems to be one that gets mentioned a bit, so i thought we'd give this one a go yeah i've i've not had this one but i've heard of it as being a good alcohol free beer yeah i was surprised because you look at it and just to show the bottle again there you go um it has a bit of a macro we look to the label and where it sits on the shelf it, i think it 
you wouldn't I don't know maybe maybe it is macro but it, it's saying that it's brewed everything I could see didn't suggest it was sort of a, owned by a bigger bigger company so correct me if I'm wrong shout at me on Instagram adventures underscore in underscore optimism and tell me if it is actually macro and I've got it wrong but um I was just surprised that this one was mentioned so much and I don't know if it's just because it's the best one out of the grocery store I don't know right in the glass mine's light very lightly it's not crystal clear it's not crystal clear there is there's a little bit of matter in there stopping it from being completely clear it is a yellow um streaming carbonation bubbles Low oh, head. head on mine. Oh, you've got, got a head in. Oh no, I, I only got a low white but white bubbling Best head. Beer pool. You've got a good head, yeah, <laughs> on yours. Yeah, I do. It smells like a good lager. It does look nice. Like there might be some bits in it, like it is unfiltered. I'm mine's got sure. a mine's got a bit of yeast in the top of the neck. What's well, crafted with over four hundred years of proud brewing heritage. That we leave our beer unfiltered for maximum flavour. There we go. go. Oh, that's actually a really nice lager. It's an interesting smell, actually. So it's got a real creamy cereal smell. (laughs) I've got a really interesting pleb description to give you. Come on on then. It smells like the beach. It smells like the beach. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like when you go to the beach, you're like the sun cream, and you've got the sand, and it's the... I don't know. It smells like the beach to me. So I'm getting like a grainy, I'm maintaining that. <laughs> a grainy malt aroma. It's got a nice amount of malt in there, and I get a little bit touch of spice. Those Hallatel hops, slightly. Yeah, there's a spiciness to it. Slightly spicy, yeah. and those lovely noble hops in there from Germany. So this one is the dealcoholized beer. Oh, if we're going by yeah. the old rules that were that we know is in place, it's a dealcoholized 0.5 percent. And we bought this at Tesco's for £1.80. Or if you've got a club card, get in. It's £1.50. Woo-woo. Um, I really like this. I'm surprised how much like a beer it tastes, actually. Yeah. <laughs> like it's got a real, it's really crisp. There's like a, yeah. there's a hint of bitterness, which is balancing out a sweetness that I think is coming from it. And there's like a, there is like a bit of a biscuity. Biscuity, yeah, cereally malt in there. It's I, really I get lovely. that more at the end of the sip. It's like yeah. a cereally yeah. type flavor that kind of comes through and lingers a bit. But it's it's really nice. Like if I had an alcohol lager like this, I'd be like, I'm a lager girl. Yeah, I, dr- I, dr- I would drink it. Again. I would drink this. Yeah, like yeah, sitting in definitely. the sun, sitting out in the sun in a beer garden, drinking a pint of this. Yes, please. <sighs> It, I'm, I'm really it. surprised how yeah. much I enjoy it. Like the first one, I mean, obviously we're taking the shipyard out of it. Yeah. The first one, it, it's it's good. And I like that it's, it's called got, by Not Another Beer Co. And I like the name of that. And it's got like a decent body to it. Like it's not thin. It's not thin. It's not overly fizzy. It's not thin. It's got a nice body to it. I like it. But I, like I really want somebody. I want somebody to message me on Instagram and just tell me when they've had one that they also agree it smells like the beach because <laughs> it, it's it's email it like love beer learning at gmail.com. 
Tell us if you think it smells like. Tell the us beach. if you think it smells like the beach. <laughs> Please, somebody, if you want to smell like a British beach, I'm if you hear that, well, it smells <laughs> like an American beach. So if you can just smell it and you agree with it, please tell me so I know that I'm not a freak. That's on my own. A lot of cereal vibes on it, and yeah. um, I really like it. You're I right. really like it. I like if that's going to be if that is available in a pub when I'm back at a pub. I would have that have in between it. things. I would have it. I would definitely have this again. Like, yeah. Night, just when I'm like, oh, I'm having a crap day and I could succumb to having a beer or I could just have a non-alcohol beer. Um, that would definitely be the one that I'd go to. And if I was recommending to somebody else that likes lagers, I would definitely tell them to go with that. I'm wondering if it's the unfilteredness about it that yeah. makes as good as it is yeah it's part at all because it's not had it had the flavor stripped out of it no maybe it's just that german goodness maybe it's germany i think <laughs> i like it i'm putting that aside because i'm wondering some more of that later mm. but yeah I've, I've saved most of that i like that one to that that's oh, a good yeah. start i like that yeah i i like that we're off to a good start yeah. water because i don't want to uh mix up the taste so the next one that we've got is the mckellar Drink in the sun. That's what it looks like. I was really surprised. Got this one at Sainsbury's. Really? Yeah, Sainsbury's. Yeah. So I got this one for both of us and, and yeah. shopped that I found it at Sainsbury's. And it was around, I couldn't find the exact price, but all the non alcohol free, uh, all the alcohol free seemed to be at the £1.50 price point. Okay. So I was like, okay, couldn't find it on the website. Don't know if it was a mistake, but I found it at the right time. Um, it's an American style wheat ale, so quite excited for it. I like wheat ale as well. Yeah, so um, with the McKellar stuff, um, Marianne from Women's Pint Club said she likes the McKellar Limbo series. So apparently they do different, um, there's a Limbo series, they do different, I think, fruit flavours. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and what she said, which I didn't know, and admittedly I didn't look too much into this beyond what she's told me, They've developed a yeast to use in them and oh. create a whole new style of beer as opposed to just using what's existing and and calling it alcohol free. Apparently they've they've created a whole thing. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> this smells amazing. Very clear. It is crystal clear. Not it's, quite what I expected for a week. No, it's bright yellow. I would have expected some haze for, for yeah, a week. That's what I was expecting. Yeah. Crystal clear. Um, some streaming carbonation bubbles. Nice thick, fluffy head though, which you do expect Ooh, from a wheat beer. Getting. Um strong grapefruit. Yeah, it doesn't a bit I floral. The wheat beers, I don't normally get this type of smell to it. So I'm Yeah. It's lighter than what I would expect. It's not a wheat beer, is it? It's not a wheat beer. <laughs> there's a, I think there's a bit, <laughs> there's a bit of creaminess to it that I think may have. I'm wheat if they've put wheat in it. I actually don't dislike the taste of it. That's um, no, all right. It's a bit. It's it's got that slightly thinness to it. Yeah, it's definitely a wheat beer. I want I want a bit more body and maybe a little bit of chewiness. Mm. It's all right. I think it's fruitier. It's got. Mm. Fr- it's got a very fruity quality to it. Yeah. Like berries in the uh, sort of towards the end of it is what I'm getting a sweetness of like a berry. Sweetness. Yeah, there's definitely a sweetness in it. Um, and it's interesting because it's just not what I expected from a wheat beer. So 
if you gave that to me Good. and asked me what what I thought it was, I'd say it was more a pale ale or a IPA. Yeah. yeah. I would not have said that was wheat beer at all. It's all right. No, like I said, it's, I enjoy it. But it's if you if if I knew that that was your thing was wheat beers, this would not be the one. Yeah. No. Did. No. Hmm. Yeah, that one's okay. I'm glad we started with the lucky saying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What I will say is I think this one, um, what a comment that somebody made, I believe it was actually Damien in, I think it was Craft Beer Loves Forum said it. Um, I think it was him when he said it. He said, basically, a lot of alcohol-free starts off really good when it's ice cold. And as it warms up, it it just loses that and it becomes yeah. so enjoyable anymore. And if I'm going to be honest, the first few sips of this, I was like, yeah, okay, that's nice. It gets the nice bit of fruitiness towards the end of it, and it's a bit sweet, and it actually kind of overwhelms it the more sips you take. Yeah. I'm not loving it as much as the first sip of it, um, and agree, I'm happy we started with Lucky Saint. Yeah. <laughs> Next one we've got is another one from Sainsbury's. <laughs> uh, it's another 0.5%. It was £1.50, and it is... Galactic Milk Stout from Big Drop. I'm excited about this one. I'm excited about this one. When I saw that, I was like, well, you have to have it. Yeah. I'm even going to use my nice fancy Pomona glass. (laughs) Your fancy glasses you keep buying. Yeah, I bought the goblet from Staggering Good. I'm excited for my goblet. You can (laughs) smell chocolate as soon as you open it. I got, um, to me, it smells like an iced latte. I got hit in the face with iced latte. Oh, creamy. So a lot of people name Big Drop as being their favourite of the alcohol-free. They were one of the highest that I got feedback on of when I asked what people liked and didn't like. It was everyone seemed to mention Big Drop and people that even said, I don't think the stouts are pulled off particularly well as alcohol-free said, but I like Big Drops. So um, that's got to say something. Yeah. So this is black, possible little red highlight in there. Um, Creamy beige head, um, definite coffee, creamy chocolate, sweet in the aroma. It's a little bit thin for a It's thin, but I I don't know if it's the type of stout that I particularly enjoy. I don't know if it's the thinness to it or if it's just a bit, too bittersweet for me it tastes like when you have it does taste like a stout but it tastes like the type of stouts that are more cacao bittersweet yeah that the sweetness that you get in the aroma is not necessarily following through in the body there's yeah there's some dark roast coffee in there if it tasted the way it smelled i think i'd love it yeah Uh, but it tastes a bit more bittersweet yeah there's there's roasty bitterness in there um, that the chocolatiness that you get in the aroma is not necessarily following through in the taste. It's all right. It's not bad. I'd no, like it to have a little bit more body, but I, I think for me, say that a lot about stouts. <laughs> for me, who's a hoppy person, more so yeah. than a stouty person. Although saying that, I've become more of a stouty person. Um, it's just not the type of stout that I enjoy. Uh, it's not yeah, that so it tastes more like a traditional it taste i can't fault it on the taste it tastes like it yeah it, it tastes like a stout presentation of a no frills stout uh it's just not one that i particularly like i like I mean, the big fake flavors <laughs> she's now junked 
junkie. Um, give me the lactose, <laughs> the pastry stouts. Give me I've the had this. I've had alcohol stouts that are this thin. So you know. yeah, I have as well. I have as well. But I think the difference is when they're thinner, and if the ones that I've had that are actual alcohol that are thinner, I've enjoyed more so because the amount of flavors within it have been what I've enjoyed. So it, the flavors in it have actually made up for the thinness. Whereas this yeah. is very, it's the very basic, like you said, coffee roasted and the bitter sweetness of it. Um, if you like that in a stout, you'll probably like this. It's got lactose in it, P.S. Oh, it doesn't taste like it's got lactose in it. Because it's milk stout. If, if, lactose, but I meant if lactose. It says, <laughs> if it says milk stout, they have to, it has to have lactose in it. It just doesn't. It's not like, it's it's a little bit there, but it's not massive. Oh, rambling cross hops. That's interesting. Kind of getting a bit of nuttiness in it now at this point. Yeah. Um, 91 calories per can. That's not bad. Yeah. And it's gluten free. So for everybody that says the calorie intake, try the big stout. Yeah. <laughs> big drop galactic big milk stout. Yeah. Big stout. That's what I'm going to call it. <laughs> I've got a ha- the hazelnut one coming oh yeah um, that's a good one so i'll be interested to try that because i'm expecting that to be a bit sweeter yeah so i'm hoping maybe that will be more for me than this one is but i'd i'd pass on this one personally um just for personal preferences i'd potentially drink it if it was if it was an option in a pub and i was going for something alcohol free i'd drink it i oh. might pick the lucky saint over it <laughs> i'd still for me i'd still order the lucky saint I think the McKellar, it's all dependent on where I am and what I'm feeling at the moment. The big drop, I probably would just go with a Diet Coke. Mm, no, see, I'd, I'd pick this over a Diet Coke any day. <laughs> but I'm not a soda drinker. We established that earlier. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so so big drop really was the, the most talked about one. So I thought that was a, that was a good one to, to pick up when I saw it in a Sainsbury's. And I was like, hey, why not? I think they've consistently had the biggest range of alcohol-free beers because they are an alcohol-free brewery. Yeah, and and I think as well they are just more – I think a lot of other – like you said, they're an alcohol-free brewery, whereas other breweries will make a alcohol-free beer. And I think Big Drop just get get the name out there more. They they put it out there more to the general public, so maybe that's why you tend to see – that being more mentioned in that circles, just because they get they get more airtime, really. Yeah. But I hear they do them all really well. That's sort of the first one I've tried, really. So uh, it'll be interesting to try the hazelnut one. Uh, so moving on to that, those are all the ones that we got in supermarkets. Um, the next step up from that is going direct to a special a specialty shop or an indie, like an indie bottle shop or direct to breweries. So the next one we're going to try is one that we've got from the bottle shop. So I got this from Rainville Superstore for £2. Um, and I also got from them, this particular brewery, another one as well. So it's Lervig, no worries. I also got the Driving Home for Christmas. And that's what the can looks like. Um, and the Driving Home for Christmas was very cinnamony, very Christmassy flavoured. I actually really, really enjoyed it. And I know some people did it, but I think they didn't enjoy it because they don't really like cinnamon. And this had loads of cinnamon and it's one I would definitely drink again. Um, so I've got high hopes for this one. Yes. I know this is one of a 
Grace Laura Barker's, uh, Grace Laura Baker, I think it is, um, on Instagram. She really likes Ooh, this. Very hoppy smelling when you open it. It is Grace Laura Barker. That's what it is. Grace Laura Barker really likes this one. <laughs> so she recommends. So I thought it would be good. I'm getting like proper vegetal hop off of this. Are you getting that? that smell that I love? Lots of head on mine. Yeah, I've got lots of head on mine. Um, hazy. Very this is hazy. what I expect. This is what I expected the Mikla one to look like. I did as well. Like so hazed, you can't see your hand through it. Yellow. Um, yeah. Bubbly white head. Decent size mine's, head. Mine's quite thick. Yeah. It's. Oh, it smells like cabbage. I don't like the smell. It smells like cabbage. It's got the smell that I don't like. I'm getting a bit of hop when I when I first cracked it. I got like a like a hoppy smell. Now I'm getting a bit of cabbage, but there's a bit more. Oh, I don't like that you said cabbage. It smells like cabbage. It's not even broccoli. It's cabbage, mate. Um, so I've just tried it. <laughs> you went really <laughs> quiet there. So for those listening, we tasted it. Um, I don't know how to. It's not got a lot of carbonation to it. Um. I suppose it's a bit fruity. I'm going to say something and you're going to have to cut this out. <laughs> it tastes like an armpit. <laughs> I'm not a fan. It tastes like an armpit. <laughs> so I was just like, have I got a bad can? No, then we've both got bad cans. I don't like it. Bad can? Yeah, I just... Um, I think it, but it has like... Um, it kind of has sort of a melony quality to it, mm. but the yes. smell of it, I think, disrupts my tasting and it bothers my taste. It tastes like just weird. I don't. No, I don't like it. <laughs> Bottom of the list. Where's my lucky yeah. saint? I'm going to have to drink something. Yeah. It really. It tastes like soup. It tastes like soup. It's got it's got a bit of a weird mouthfeel. Like tomato it. soup. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that. Minestrone. It's very minestrone soup. <laughs> minestrone soup, anybody? <laughs> Please. Um, that's that's right, two now. Let me know. <laughs> let me know if Lucky Saint like smells it. like the beach and let me know if you think the Lurvig, no worries, tastes like minestrone soup. Not a fan of that one. Quickly moving on. What are we drinking I'd, next? I'd, I'd still I'd still try the grapefruit one because I think yes, to be the grapefruit one's supposed to be really good. I was really I looking think, forward to this because I, I think it was really good. Grace Laura Barker and she specifically told me I think the grapefruit one she really liked. Um and, and somebody else told me, I don't remember who it was now, Tom, they really liked the, the grapefruit one too. So I'm wondering if the grapefruit one, I'd be willing to give that one a go. But I think um what's interesting, and I think it rings true right now is i had it in the advice section but i think it, it's good now um grace laura barker has also said that basically her advice was to just try as many as possible because she said you can get a good one that you really like that tastes a treat um one that tastes amazing to you you can recommend to somebody else and they can hate it she said it's very very marmite yeah um, so she's had ones that people recommended as being amazing and she's just like yeah, no, that's that's not for me. So I don't think that the fact that we don't like that one is a personal dig to anybody. I think that just for us and what we normally drink and what we normally like, it doesn't. Yeah, no, work for us. <laughs> it's very hoppy, and I'm not a hoppy hoppy girl uh, at all. I'm a hoppy girl, and going back to the stout. 
Right, that was least well, favourite for me. Least favourite, yeah. So definitely at the bottom currently. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I couldn't even get you to get another sip of that to confirm the, the soup. You were like, no. No, <laughs> no that is done. Thank you. Right. The next one is Nirvana Brewery. Uh, it's a classic IPA. I got it from a hoppy place. It was about three quid for the bottle. Uh, they have all different styles, Nirvana does. I think they might be an alcohol-free brewery as well, because every scene from them is alcohol-free. They've got an, uh, this is the IPA, they've got a pale ale, and I think they've got a stout as well. I have a funny feeling. I might have had this before. It smells right. Yeah, it smells right. It's very clear. Um, yeah, I agree. Uh, it's got a decent head on mine. Um, mine doesn't. clear. <laughs> Kind of not what I was expecting it to look like. It is crystal clear. Crystal clear. Fat carbonation bubbles. I've only got a very low white head. I don't know whether that's the glass I've got it in, possibly. You've got a much better head. Amazing. You're doing the good pause today. (laughs) What? Um, It's very clear and it's just not what I expected it to look like. It's very piney. Mm. And there's like a in it though like i'm getting yeah like, the citrus i'm getting more i think lemon more so than anything else there's a something herbal and spicy in there i would say like tea type yeah i think if i was not haven't had a sip yet it smells light and it smells like it's gonna be thin not as thin as i thought it was gonna be and it tastes it doesn't taste like offensive no. it tastes better than i thought it was going to be based on the smell it's refreshing it doesn't ta- it doesn't taste like a beer really f- to me it doesn't taste like an ipa is what i'm thinking of as an ipa there's um i think there's an awful lot of pine and then there's some spiciness and some <laughs> i want to say lemon i'm getting the spiciness more so than i think yeah anything else. yeah I'm that lemon a- spiciness with a bit of herbal herbalness to yeah it. there's a bit of herbalness to it it's all right. It's refreshing. Yeah, it's it's like I said, it's not offensive, um, but just the IPAs I like, I like a bit hoppier and I don't get much hoppiness. Yeah, in if you, I think if you read IPA, that this is not what you're going to expect in the glass. No. it's. I wouldn't even say it's very similar to an English IPA either because too no. much pine for an English IPA. Getting a bit of bitterness on it. But yeah. It's, it's like I said, it's not as thin as I thought it was going to be. I, it smelled like it was going to just be a thinner, lighter. I'd like a little bit more body, maybe. Yeah, I'm I'm happy with the with the body level of it. I want yeah. more hoppiness. It, yeah, it, it wouldn't scratch the itch. Bit more juiciness. It's a bit. Yeah, it's a bit. It's a bit dry. That's what it is. It's dry. Yeah, dry. <laughs> and I don't Definitely want dry. dry. I don't it's want dry. Jan- well, dry. Maybe you do in dry January. Maybe, maybe I do. Dry January, dry. Um, but it's just, yeah, it's, I, I drink it if someone gave it to me. I wouldn't drink yeah. it at all. It's just, no, I wouldn't not I seek out. I'd turn down the Lervig. I wouldn't turn this down. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> what are we trying next? Ooh, next one is Omnipolo. Do you want to try to pronounce that? Because I don't think I can. <laughs> blah, blah, sopa. Say that again. Blah blah sopa. It sounds amazing when you say it. For me, it would just be like blah 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 blah. blah, blah. <laughs> blah, blah. Um, there's um, an accent over 
both of the A's, and I don't know what those accents mean, so I could still be saying it wrong. The, I think it's the, is that an umlau? That's over the second A. <laughs> um, this one I got from Aberdeen Hop Shop. This one is a more expensive one. This one was four ninety nine, and it's for a three thirty mil. It's a lovely looking design. It's pretty, In very line with very pretty. Everything um, very Omnipolo, Omnipolo does. Yeah. yeah, I've had um, Omnipolo's non-alcoholic beer before. <clears throat> Not this one, a different one, Knox, and it was really lovely. And actually, didn't realise it was alcohol free. <laughs> well, this one actually, where a lot of these are the point five percent, this one yeah. is. A- three percent so um slightly lower than what the other ones are yeah. it is a oh oh my goodness oh is it li- is it lively it is lively and it is very very <laughs> very red shall i get my napkins ready for me yeah do <laughs> napkins at the ready yeah that just this one is a pale ale brewed with blueberries and vanilla yeah, it's it's purple. I'm going to use a nice glass for this, I think. I'll use my new cloud water glass. Yay! I look like I've been stabbed. <laughs> you need backup. <laughs> what is with your luck today? Because mine's perfectly fine. Oh, mate, it's my turn for everything to explode. <laughs> That's both yes, of us. We've had one each now. Did you cut that out of last week's video? <laughs> no, kept it. Is it still in there? I thought you were cutting it out. I told somebody. No, it was too brilliant. Joe's cut it. Me going, I don't know what to do. (laughs) And me just laughing. Because we then say, okay, after the break, we carried on. So we had to carry on. This is a lovely colour. I will admit, though, not what I was expecting from a pale ale. (laughs) This is Omnipolar, though. Come on. But I just when you when someone says pale ale, I don't expect it to look like this, with this beautiful pink coloured head. The smell is very pungent. Yeah, so it's it's thick purple with a massive pink purple blancmange head. It's it's a blueberry. It's like if you mush blueberries, and yeah, it ends up being that like pinkish yeah. colour. It's um, got a blueberry. Looks like aroma yeah very strong blueberry like blueberries it's like a thin bianca thin you think that's thin well compared to bianca compared to a bianca like (laughs) compared to the other beers today that we've said are thin this is not thin this is is a thin bianca so if you've ever had an omnipolo bianca where it's like smoothie this is a thin bianca (laughs) the mouth the mouth feel is perfect like if you gave me agree. that, if you gave me this and said, "Here you go, have this, have this fruit beer," I'll go cheers, and I would happily suck this down and be like, Whoa. "So while I what agree- ABV is that?" Well, I agree with you, and I would totally agree that that's a thin Bianca. What I will highlight though is that Bianca is a lassie goes. Yeah, this is meant to be a pair. <laughs> And I, as much Pale as... Pale I, I think, is the wrong description for it. Absolutely. I enjoy it. But what I would say is if somebody that really likes pale ales bought this, <laughs> I think this is more tart and, and full. And yeah, this is like a... Said, it's, it's a... It's, it's a, fruit beer. <laughs> yeah. 
I think if someone ordered this and really liked something light or pale ale and then they got this, they'd be like, what is this? I need to stop drinking it because otherwise I'm going to suck that right down. <clears throat> now, if no. I had Ooh. this in the pub, mm. I would buy that instead of an alcohol beer. You get the tartness in the back, like the top yeah. bite you get in the back of your mouth. You know, and you have something that's like sour, sour gummies or something like that. And you get like that feeling in the back of your mouth. That's what I just got drinking this. It's delicious. It's all over my counter. But <laughs> you want to clean it up? No, no, it's fine. <laughs> no. Is it going to stain? No, I've wiped it up. It's just a little bit sticky. It'll be fine. Right. I need a sip of water. Oh, yeah. That one's, you definitely need a powder. That is coating. That one. Yeah. That is properly coating my mouth. Um, the next one that we've got is another big drop so this one bit excited about it's called fire cider and it's a pumpkin spiced 0.5 percent beer so i got this from big drop directly but i did have to order it as a four pack uh, so it was a four pack for nine pound 80 so not too bad and and it is to be fair it is 440 mil so 110 calories for the whole can. That's not bad. Yeah. I feel like I'm full from that Omnipolo. No. I'm very carefully opening this now, just in case. Ooh. So it smells very cinnamony. Lots of cinnamon and nutmeg. Oh, I've got a lovely head on it. Yeah, and it's got that nice reddish tinge colour to it. Yeah, it's like a proper, it's like chestnut. Yes. Brown. Red. It's got a nice fuzzy, fluffy cream rather than beige head. Agreed. Yeah, lots of cinnamon, lots of nutmeg in that aroma. I'm getting a touch of coffee. It's roasty. I'd get I'd get roastiness from it. Yeah, there's roasty in the body. It's a um, bit toasty. What I'll say about it. It's got the spices, it's got the spice element in it, but it's not what I would consider a pumpkin spiced beer, if I'm honest. Because mm. it's not spicy enough? No, it's not that. It's more, there's a smokiness to it. Mm. Um, and I think there's almost too much smokiness in it okay. that it sort of detracts away from yeah, yeah. the spices. So maybe if they had amped up the spice levels on it, um, I would then go, okay, it would come through. Like if it came through as strong in the taste as it does in the smell, I'd absolutely love it. I think there's the smokiness and the roastiness. Um, there, I mean, saying that, the name's called Fire Cider. I think it is the perfect name for what this tastes like. And I think it's perfect for the cold weather. Like in my opinion, it's it's really great for autumn, going into winter, yeah. sitting by a, a, a fire pit or what have you um perfect for that and it tastes nice it's just not when i get excited about pumpkin spice beer this isn't what i think it's gonna taste like see i really like it i like that kind of toasty roastiness with balancing with the spices i would like it to have a little bit more body agree because it's a touch thin thin but i i feel this is going to be a complaint that we have about more apart from Omnipolo, apparently. Um. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the the dark horse, the pale ale, is like yeah. <laughs> too much body, too much body. Uh, but I really like that. That's nice. 
But that's it. So I really like it. But I think the thing is, is, is it's when it's not matching in your head with what you're expecting. And it's yeah. something you're really excited about as opposed yeah. to when you're when you're pleasantly surprised. It's a lot different to when you're like, I'm really excited about a pumpkin beer. And then you have it and you go, oh, it's good. Like when we did the pumpkin. Yeah. The pumpkin beers. And we went, I'm really excited to have this. Oh, it's good. But yeah. it's that. Yeah, they weren't what, what we wanted. They weren't what we wanted from a no. pumpkin but beer. Saying that, I would. This is one that I do think scratches the itch for me. Like you said, it's a touch thin, yeah. but it does the job for me enough. And it is something I'd drink again. I'd order it if I was someplace and I needed to have an alcohol free. Yeah. Speaking of um, beers that you're excited to try and you hope don't let you down, moves us quite nicely onto the next one. Yes. <laughs> do you want? So to our buy? next one is. Crunch AF from Hamilton. So um, our next episode, this will lead quite nicely into our next episode because next yes. week's episode, spoilers, will be Amped Up Beers. And we happen to look at <laughs> um, regular crunch and crunchier. So yes. this will be interesting to see how this AF beer holds up against the regular crunch. And, and if crunchier. you look at this label now and then you look at what we hold up later it's yeah. pretty much identical bar that one tiny yeah. bit in the corner well, that says af and somebody yeah. on ear groups ordered a crunch they got a crunch af and my response was i guarantee they got the labels confused and grabbed the wrong one and the person that packed it responded and said <laughs> that's exactly what happened <laughs> they keep them on the shop floor in different sections but yeah. when in the back room they keep the breweries together so they yeah. grab everyone by mistake what well, so you you pointed out to me that because we got we got these from hop shop aberdeen didn't we aberdeen hop shop yeah two pounds 69 yeah so that's where we got them from and you pointed it out to me and when i was looking at the picture i'm like that's not an af beer that's the regular crunch and then when you squint you see that and oh, you're like yeah. oh no yeah it is <laughs> that's what i when i was looking at it i was like i think put crunch in the wrong yeah. section it's like that doesn't look right but um yeah they didn't no it's just a very similar label yes be warned people yeah you might grab the wrong one i'm gonna use my stout glass it smells nice it smells it smells nice like the original smell yeah. it's co- it's got the coconut it's good to it the nuttiness color. to it i've got a decent very very dark brown decent it. head uh, beige fluffy head on there yeah. i'm oh getting that caramel it smells the exact Nut. same it smells the it, same for me it smells the exact same there's the like i said there's the coconutty element to it but there's also just overall nuttiness so i got the coconut more in crunchier than i did in crunchy and i feel like i got them both got, this has got a little bit more coconut in it than crunch does for me um that's not necessarily a terrible thing no um but i'm getting what you're saying about the caramelliness it, it is a bit like wafers caramel wafers yeah wafery that's it wafery caramel biscuit yeah. i'm gonna guess that you're gonna say the same exact thing as yeah, me yeah go on you go first touch touch thicker Thin, yeah i want it to be thicker <laughs> like it tastes nice it tastes lovely it tastes, it tastes nice so what i was gonna say is it tastes really nice i think i might even enjoy it maybe slightly better than the alcohol version if i'm honest because it almost has a bit more nuttiness in this one than i got in my can i was concerned that it was going to be fizzy and it's not it's not um but i would like it to be thicker 
However, if I'm out drinking and I want a break and they've got a crunch AF, it's a decent drink without feeling like you're missing out on something. I think having tried the alcohol version directly, obviously kind of next to it, it's very well executed as an AF compared to its counterpart. Yeah. So last week we looked at the brew dogs, so, you know, some of that I was just like, I, I, I get the connection, you know, with punk AF, yeah. and punk, I get the connection, but just don't think it's, it, it could be two separate beers to me. This crunch, I can, I can tell that, yeah, that is what it's supposed to be. Hmm. It's nice. I like that one. I like that. I like it more than the galactic. I definitely, definitely have that. There's more, there's a heavy coconutness that lingers. I think for me, it's just sort of lingering in my mouth. The coconut. I, I still, my criticism for it is still the same as it was for the normal crunch, which you'll see next week, which is I want more peanut butter. But if I didn't know if that was supposed to be peanut butter, just nutty, I'd really like it. Yeah. Yeah. It's roasty, it's biscuity a bit, it's caramelly. Um but it's not really peanut butter. <laughs> All right, America, calm down. <laughs> Need my peanut butter, man. It's good oh. though. We've got one thing left to try, but before we move on to that, um, because it's not actually a alcohol free beer. So I thought before we move away from alcohol free beers. Um, I thought we could just share our thoughts really on how we think the alcohol-free scene can be improved. So I got some feedback from people. Um, I tend to agree with a lot of it, see what you think. Uh, So Marianne from Women's Pint Club said um, that she doesn't like the super sweet ones. You know, why do they have to add lactose in so many alcohol-free beers? So um, not doing that as much. It seems like that would be her suggestion for that. Uh, Stephen from Craft Beer Loves Forum said, uh, if they could make them indistinguishable from the real thing, then it might be more of an incentive to drink them. And actually, I would say crunch. Crunch is pretty much there. Crunch is pretty much there. And I would say that though it's nothing to compare it against per se, Lucky Saint, I think, is fairly indistinguishable. So yeah, if you just gave me that and said, Lucky Saint. If you just gave me, oh. I think only polos. If you, if I think if you just gave me Lucky Saint and went, here's a lager, I'll be like, oh, this is a nice lager. And if you gave me the Omnipolo and went, here's an Omnipolo fruit beer, I'd be like, oh, this is a good Omnipolo. Like, you, I wouldn't have said that they were alcohol free. If they repackaged that Omnipolo as, like you said, a Bianca, um, an alcohol free Bianca, <laughs> yeah. I would go, yeah, that's really good. The crunch is really good. And the Lucky Saint, I mean, there's other, the other ones are for the most part decent enough to drink about but in terms of being indistinguishable i would say those three really are pretty good um so check those out yeah. uh then nick from craft beer lovers forum said um he wishes that they went away from the crazy sweet malt profiles that detract from the experience so i think you had said as well the ones that you had tried yeah to be a bit on the but i side. think that's i think the problem with that is it's i think it's part of the brewing process yeah. for them because that that sweetness is not being taken away by the yeast so i think as alcohol free beer brewing processes develop that sweetness is going to go away as they work out yeah. how to get rid of it without yeast eating it 
Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it, it, it makes sense. So it's whether or not, while that's a suggestion of what could improve it, whether or not they physically could improve it is yeah. a whole matter. Yeah. So, so yeah, uh, my, my husband, uh, Rick, he, he basically said his feedback really was that he's not really bothered about the fact that there's no alcohol in them. That's for him not the problem. For him, it's the taste. And if it tasted nicer, he'd probably drink it more. So for him, he just wants an overall improvement in the taste. And I think a lot of people... Um, agreed with that that was that was the majority of the feedback as we said before um and then i think this is one that we both kind of touched upon at the beginning but in my opinion it's, it's quite um quite a big one as well which is from back to basic five on reddit so it's got to be his actual actual name back to basic five um said considering how big it is getting it's a real shame that pubs aren't following that example people don't need to get drunk to have a good time it's in a pub's interest to make sure they have a decent alcohol free options available to give people another option and i think that's actually pretty good because at the moment you go in and you go there's a bex and there's a heineken z yeah but i think you've also like from a business standpoint you've got to think about like fridge real estate and tap real estate and what is selling and what isn't i i would really like for there to be a point in the future where there is a range of alcohol free beers available either in the fridge or on tap at various pubs and and tap rooms and bars um but I suppose it's that making that choice over, am I going to have, like, you, you might have one alcohol-free tap. Um, can you afford to have more than, one more than one if people aren't going to buy it? So, and, and can you afford to fill a fridge with alcohol-free beer? Because as we've said, the price is comparable to other beers, uh, to other alcohol beers. Um can you afford to take up that space with that beer? It would not be nice to get to a point where a percentage is dedicated to that. But I think people need to be buying them for that to happen. Yeah. I I think it's a double-edged sword really. I completely agree with back to basic five. Um, that I do think actually there is more of a calling than what these establishments are offering, but then maybe, maybe the answer to that is, don't just go and buy a scattergun approach buying loads of alcohol-free beer. Look at what you have and look at the fact that it's not maybe as quality as other ones can be. I mean, if this, if this lucky saint, for anyone that's watching the video, I've just held it up. Um, if that was one of the I think you'd corner a good for an alcohol-free option and not just craft beer drinkers quote unquote i think that is the type of beer that you could get a craft beer drinker to enjoy but also somebody that likes you know normal macro stuff i mean it might have a bit more flavor than some of the other macro stuff they're used to drinking but i think that's a fair compromise that's that's gonna hit a larger audience than maybe a hammerton hammerton crunch you know yeah. you put you put in there i'm really gonna like it you're really gonna like it but at an average pub how many other people yeah. Your you average are, beer drinker is not going to be one. like. <laughs> no. no, and you're omnipolar. No one's going to go in and go, oh. some people might, but in a normal pub setting, you're not going to get an average non-craft drinker going, that one's good. They might pick it because the can looks nice and then they'll drink it and they'll go, that's not what I was expecting or used to. Um, I walked into I think, a pub and they had Crunch AF I'd be and all over it. this omnipolar there. I'd be like, 
What, my, Mythical, new, my new what local place have I walked into? This place is great. Yeah. And, and if that was their alcohol-free selection, right. I'd be like, where is your where beer is menu, your, where is your, where's your Where's your real beer fridge? Let me get, hit that yeah, one up. Give me, oh, wait. Give me... Give me your full fat <laughs> alcohol range. Like what? If that is your yeah. alcohol-free offerings. Who is your beer yes. buyer? I want to have a conversation with them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you'd be like, well done. Yes. Like, yes. Um, so, so yeah, I think the, the only other thing about the advice that people are giving about finding sort of alcohol-free ranges and, and how to make it fit into your life really was Roly called at 82 on instagram had said sort of all things in moderation especially moderation which i which i thought was really nice and and i think on some level um it's kind of it can make you appreciate both sides of the fence more when you when you sort of are trying a bit of if you're not afraid to try alcohol free it might be good to explore it because then maybe even if it's not for you it can make you appreciate what you do like and help you find what you do like a bit more yeah um so it's that balance really between all these and and your normal your normal doings um and then, yeah, they uh, back to basic five again on Reddit said um, that they started to start. They started at the supermarket level. And since then, they just kept sort of discovering more and more of what was right for them. And I think it, again, brings back to what Grace Laura Barker said, which was um, you have to try. You just have to get out there and try things to find out what your favorite is. So put yourself out there, try things you wouldn't normally try. Um, and with that, we can move on to the next bit that, again, I was really excited about trying, which is the alternative uh, hot-based products to, instead of it being alcohol-free beer, we have got, I've had to hunt this down, Yeah, <laughs> a Cloudwater Soda, which is a green tea and Simcoe. I really wanted the pineapple one. Um but this what it was really difficult to find without going to cloud water direct. And I didn't want to put in a full cloud water order. So I got this from Aberdeen Hop Shop for £2.49. Um, would be really interesting to see how green tea works with Simcoe. Uh, yeah. and what, I've no preconceived notions on what I think this is going to taste like because soda can mean a few different things. No idea what it's going to be. Yeah. So it says it's an adult soft drink infused with flavours from the brewery. Which could mean so many things. Which could mean anything. <laughs> so many things. I did this. Smells interesting. Smells yeah. like green tea. Smells like green tea. I'm trying to do a head pour on it. Hilarious. Yeah, you like, <laughs> I just I'm like, what am I doing? I'm pouring it like a beer. <laughs> they're going like, Nothing. yeah, oh, yeah. it's fizzing away quite quickly. Yes, yeah, because it's not a beer. It's not a beer. Saying yeah. that, I've, I've got, I do have a little thing. My head completely disappeared. <laughs> I'm just amazing at my pores. I can't help it. Smells like green tea. It looks fizzy, but it doesn't look like it's like when you've got like being a soda, I expected it to be a lot. There's lots of bubbles. It's very green green tea, tea. but it kind of has like a ginger ale-ish type smell to it. I'm getting a bit of licorice. Yeah. Okay. Now that you say it, I think it's the green tea mix of the licorice smell that makes it almost a weird ginger ale taste <laughs> smell not taste i'm trying to drink it like i drink a beer and i know so am i we're in like swirling we, it around we like, are in beer drinking mode and we're trying to taste that we're trying to do beer tasting how do you, soda. and you think how does a person normally drink like just drink you normal. just drink it like, <laughs> just drink normal how do you drink normal i don't who's understand tried, who's tried beer tasting tasting techniques on a coke 
Oh, tell us how to do it. It's interesting. I don't really know how to describe it. It's not. It's, f- it's not full on flavor. Um, but it's, it's green- as fizzy as I expected it. I expected it to be properly carbonated, and it's not. I um, think it's fairly fizzy, actually. Oh, no, mine's not. <laughs> no, mine's not very. Fit. I mean, it's all like it's it's carbonated. But if this was a beer, I'd say it was lightly carbonated. It's not fizzy, which is why it's I'm not expecting a from a soda. <laughs> No, I know it's not, but for, if I'm having a soda, like, yeah, 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 you know, a a carbonated yeah, soft drink. Absolutely, it's not carbonated in the way that an actual soft drink. No, is. but it tastes for me. It tastes like when you get an iced green tea. Yeah, with a bit of soda water but, in it. But it's fizzier. Yeah, it's like you mixed uh, ice cream tea with soda water. Yeah, that's exactly but what I, it tastes like. I really enjoy it, actually. It's quite nice, actually. It was, I didn't, I didn't think than... I, not that I didn't think I would, but I thought it'd be interesting with it being green tea because green tea can, yeah, sometimes it's hit or miss green tea when you use it. Um, and then pairing that with Simcoe, I was like, how is this going to turn out? I have no idea. Actually, it's quite nice. Yeah, it's nice. It, it's it's really good. Monique again, the, the from Craft Beer Lovers Forum, who's who's in Germany. She was saying she's the biggest fan of the Cloudwater sodas. So she said she she loves the green tea and and the mango one, um, and she orders them regularly over there. And uh, she treats them more really like she treats some expensive lemonades. And she was saying over actually in Germany, their non hot based products, they do a lot of um, lemonades like popped lemonades. Yeah. So I've never. I didn't hear that before. Um, really quite interested. So when we're allowed to travel again, I'd really like to go someplace that I can try a hot lemonade because that sounds really, really nice. Yeah. Interestingly, it's under five calories per can. Really? That's what it says. That's not bad at all. Under five calories per can, zero ABV, 440 yeah. mil. 440 mil. Yeah. Yeah. It's zesty. It's got the zestiness. Yeah. That- no, I really like the zestiness to it. Um, but yeah, you can go to Walter's website and you can order this one. You can order pineapple and yuzu or you can order mango and citra. Um, but also you can get like packs now. They've just added those to the website. And in those mixed packs, you can get mixed packs of the different kinds. I really want to try the pineapple myself. But they also do like a low ABV pack in general where they do um, some also some low ABV beers from Runaway and from the brewery. And they do those ones with their soda water, or their sodas as well. Might have to give that a second look. So it does contain caffeine, I guess, from the green Yeah, I'm tea. okay with that. I'm a <laughs> um, But it's sugar-free, vegan-friendly, gluten-free. So that's ticking. So it ticks dry January and, and January. The January. There you yeah. go. There we go. I, yeah, I'm pleasantly surprised. I, I am as well. Uh, I find it quite refreshing, actually. And I think this would be really nice in the summer to drink in the summer as yeah. well, this particular flavour of it, I think. Yeah. And, uh, yes, it's quality. I think it's pretty quality. Yeah. Um, a lot of people have never tried it. They've never tried hot, any hop-based products, but a lot of people expressed to me that they would want to try it, that they, they'd be quite keen to try it. And some people had never heard of the cloud water soda. And when I said that, they were like, what? What is that? <laughs> so a lot of people seemed interested in it. And I would say it's got my seal of approval for sure. I would definitely try it. Well, Beer Co. did some as well that I hadn't yeah. tried. Um, I would be interested to try those now. Yeah, I didn't try that either. Someone brought those to my attention. I was like, I didn't even know they did them. Um, mm-hmm. They said that at the moment. 
still get them, but there's only one that they think you can get. But I looked on Wild Beer Co's website. I couldn't see them at no, all. No, I couldn't see it on there. Through another, you know, buyer that you've got to get it from. I'm not entirely sure. Um, but there's a lot of outside of hot-based non-alcohol products, just in terms of drinking in general. You can get, as well, non-alcoholic wines, non-alcoholic spirits. And then there's some other hot ba- There's another hot-based product I've got actually behind me. Hang on. Just when it comes to the non-alcoholic spirits, um, if you're a gin and tonic type person, but you're also a beer drinker, um, I've just sent you, Joe, some of these. Mm. You've got it now. Um, it's by a company. It's a London-based company called Square Root. They do hot tonic. So it's a citrus. It's a citrusy tonic water. Um, it's got lemon and rosemary in it, and it's it's a hot-based tonic. So you can do a gin and tonic with this hot tonic, and it, it fulfills that hot-based product. And you can have you could do um. There's I tried non-alcoholic gin called Seedlip, and it's actually really nice. Uh, so you can make a non-alcoholic G and T with it. And still be in your dry January, still be doing hot based products and having a really good cocktail. So um, that's that is one to try as well. So, yeah, that'll be interesting to play around with and see what I can create using that. Uh, Have you ever had any other non-alcoholic based alcohol products, I guess? No. (laughs) No, I haven't. I've heard of them, but I've not tried them. Fair enough. Fair enough. so yeah, that's that's really kind of kind of it. So the only other thing that I that I wanted to mention, I don't know if you've got anything else to mention, but um, websites dedicated specifically to uh, buying non-alcohol free. So a lot where I've actually done a separate order, uh, I've got the new range Tiny Rebels coming because I'm really interested in trying them. I've got a McKellar oatmeal stout, a non-alcohol oatmeal stout, which I'm it's a flat white oatmeal stout. So I thought Ooh. that's yeah really interesting i've got a farmhouse ale coming that's alcohol free got a lot of stuff coming and i got them at wisebartender.co.uk um they've got some the price points vary from like just under two quid to like your omnipolo you know four, four or five quid but that's because it's a brand name that's making it um but they had a, obviously a very good selection of Alcohol-free beer, alcohol-free cider, um, wine, spirits, everything. Um, it's all alcohol-free on that website. You've also got drydrinker.com. I think they also do subscription services. Um, there's a few subscription services, which we've mentioned in our subscription episode. And then another website that Back to Basic 5 from Reddit had turned me on to. Uh, it's called sobersoft.co.uk. And I really like the name. So... <laughs> when doing um my preliminary googling for websites so thank you back to basic five because uh i like the name makes me smile and it's another one to add to the list brilliant so yeah um any final thoughts from you on these um well what's your favorite one i'll tell you what my favorite one is like top favorite can i give you like a few it's so difficult to say favorite because it's when you've got different styles let's do top top ones top ones lucky saint yeah on polo crunch and i really like the cloud water yeah but it's hard to get the cloud water because it's not a beer so it's a separate league to itself yeah yeah no i agree so i yeah omnipolo i think is my top one just because i'm a fruit beer fiend um 
like you say, crunch. I, d- I quite like the milk stout and like the big drops as well. I like those. I was going to say for me, the big drop was the middle range yeah. where have it again. Um, but it wouldn't be like it. I'd have it again. And I do think that it tastes like a beer, um, but it wasn't, it's not something that I'd be craving over a normal pumpkin one. Um, and the galaxy, uh, the galactic, not galaxy. Um, it's a middle range for me because it's just not the top of the star I like, but I do yeah. reckon that it tastes the way it should. It's just not for my taste buds. And then I would say the McKellar's not bad, but it's definitely lower end. Yeah. And the Vig was absolute bottom for me. <laughs> Agreed. No. Um, Sorry, um, anybody that enjoys it, continue to enjoy it, but it is not, it's not for me. No. <laughs> um, but I'd probably... No, I, I was going to say I'd probably take that over on the beer multi, but actually I'd probably rather have the on the beer multi. If you'd quit, you can have one. I'm a beer multi or Lovig. No worries. Which one? I'm going. I'm a beer multi. <laughs> oh, that's bad. <laughs> that's why I was like, I don't even, I think I would rather have. No, I wouldn't. No, I I would have my I'm a beer multi over it because it, at least that I'd felt like it beer. was, it felt like it was interesting and well-crafted. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Cool. Yeah, I, I think um, it just I think, wasn't to my taste. To be fair, I don't even think that this wasn't. I don't think it's. I don't think it's well crafted. I don't. I don't think it's not well crafted. I just think I. I don't. I just don't like it. I think it's just a weird combination. Is yeah. yeah. I'd rather almost have the at least the the pickle one was a bit. There was a refreshing element. To yeah. It. <laughs> so it kind of redeemed itself, I guess. Yeah, that one was just a bit too soupy for me. The Lervig. Let us know if you've tried any of these, which ones you like, which ones you don't like, which ones you agree. So I am happy if you want to give me suggestions. Um, but reach out to both of us, Joanne. Where can they find you? I am a woman's brew on Facebook, uh, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, if you would like to come and find my beer school and learn more about beer styles. Um, or beer tasting techniques i am love beer learning on facebook instagram and twitter and you can find the website lovebeerlearning.co.uk or as said before email us you can get hold of me and tori and the beer school at lovebeerlearning at gmail.com where can they find you you can find me on instagram at adventures underscore in underscore optimism and if you could please 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 get a lucky saint and tell me if it smells like the beach to you or at least if you understand what i'm saying when i say it smells like yeah. the beach that will make me feel that, ever so good. yeah it will make me feel ever so good and if you've had a no worries by lervig think it tastes like minestrone soup maybe a bit of an armpit i don't know please let me know because it will make me feel like i'm less alone it'll make me feel good so yeah me on instagram and um and yeah i guess that's it let's go drink uh yeah. some real beer now and let's get rid of the yeah. real beer but let's go have some <laughs> alcohol beer <laughs> Cheers. Cheers.